Hey guys, welcome to this week's Why Are We Watching This? This week, Zach's sad about his dead mom and I'm a horny teenage boy who's killing to fuck because we're watching Scream. What's up, guys? We're watching Scream this week. I'm Sean. I'm Zach. So let's talk about Scream a little bit, man. Scream came out in 1996. This is Wes Craven's, uh, you know, attempt at, well, you didn't I, actually, do the board. we'll talk about this again. I didn't do the board You this didn't week, do the board. it screwed me up. Yeah. We'll do, I'll do a funny edit we, of me just saying We gotta start over now. All the way over? Yeah, we gotta start over. Oh, my God. Scream has a rating of R. It was directed by Wes Craven. It had a budget of 14 to 15 million dollars and had a box office of 173 million dollar income. That's pretty fucking good. So, word. One thing that uh, I was going to say was that this movie was Wes Craven's second attempt at a franchise. Yeah. Now, if you are a Wes Craven fan, you're probably thinking, well, and I'm on Elm Street and. Ironically enough, A Nightmare on Elm Street was not meant to be a franchise. It was meant to be one film. And uh, Wes had actually said, oh, well, then I guess I'll try to make a franchise after those movies had taken off. And his attempt at a franchise movie was actually Shocker. Mm, yeah. Which is a movie... You I know, love Shocker. This yeah. from the Why Are We Watching This like catalog. There's not quite the podcast yet. Um, but yeah, that's, we, that's we, one of that, our that like was... old favorite movies that we watched at the house. Yeah, it was way before we started doing this. Absolutely. Um, Should have been doing it then. <laughs> oh, I know. We would have loved it. It would have been great. Um, but then these movies. And I... You know, I like this movie a lot. I don't love this franchise a lot. I do like most of like... I like... Probably three of the four movies, um, but I don't think the franchise is necessary. Uh-huh. I think a lot of the movies are like good for being their like their own movie. I'm not giving my review of this movie yet, but no, the I, I, I okay. Um, I guess this is for the the listeners. Yeah, I, so I don't need just, to fucking know. I'm giving you my back my backstory with this movie, my history with this film. Um, but I love this movie. This movie kind of like shaped me with horror movies, and also dis- disappointed me in a huge way because. I watched this movie probably at, like, too young, like, like early 2000s, uh-huh. like, 2000, 2001, uh-huh. and immediately thought, like, oh, I love movies. People talk like this about movies. People get film. People are going to get it. I can talk to people about film. I've never, ever in my life experienced people that talk about movies the way these people talk about movies in this movie casually with each other, where they're just dropping movie titles with each other about everything. There was shit in this that I'd never caught before that I was like, oh, that's funny. Oh, it's funny that you say that because I honestly like did not know where you were going with that, and I didn't realize you were talking about the people in the movie talking about other movies. Oh yeah, no, it's the people in this movie talking, like the teenagers talking about movies. I was like, cool, man. I'm gonna have like a group of people I can talk about movies with. Well, and right in the beginning, uh, he says his favorite movie is Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, which I thought that was funny. There's yeah, also cool. uh, later in this movie, there's um, Rose. McGowan's character says, uh, you're acting like this is a Wes Craven movie, which oh, I was like, that's funny. Lady Rose. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, we, I watched this movie today, so I have a pretty fresh, like, memory of it. I know that I you watched, watched it. a week it, ago. You watched it a week ago. Did you, have you watched it since at all? No. Okay. So, 
Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about. The intro specifically, though. The intro is um, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Which I love. Okay. I love this intro sequence. Um, <laughs> you know what? I forgot. Spoilers. Spoilers, guys! And uh, I'm Sean. This movie came out 20 years ago. So the intro of this movie is uh, Drew Barrymore. She answers the phone and is kind of like terrorized by this guy on the phone. Not at I, first. Well, not at first. He kind of like, well, okay. She's kind of playing with him. Before we get into what it's I'm... It's a little okay. game of cat and mouse. So when he... She at one point, he says, uh, do you have a boyfriend? And she says, why do you want to take me on a date? And okay, this threw me back, dude. I fucking fell through a time loop watching this movie. When I was like 12, maybe 13, there were these like chat rooms you could call on your landline. Yeah. And it would be local people, like young kids or whatever. I mean, right. But... I don't know, uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> well, I'm saying right, because it probably was, and it's probably some creep asses, but... Yeah. Um, but we would, like, me and two of my cousins would, like, call these things and all be surrounding the phone trying to, like, talk to these people in the area. Looking back, it's like, what the fuck, why? But Yeah, I'm kind of, like, wondering our friendship right now. But it's now. so funny, because hearing her do that with this guy that she doesn't know on the phone, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like that, where you didn't really know this person, but at the same time, that's kind of how you just met people. That's different, though, because... Both people go into that with the intention of talking to someone else. No, true. Whereas where she doesn't want to talk to this guy. Sure, it's kind of fun and flirty at first, but that's because well, that's what she I, just feels like it's but just that's a, a random phone call. <coughs> um, but I do, Maybe she's flattered about it. But I, I loved this intro because it just reminded me so much of like, like that home phone culture. Like how different like pre-cell phone culture was. Although this movie is cell phone culture, it's very much so the beginning of it. Dude, I straight up had a rotary phone in my house. No, yeah, so did we at my grandma's. <laughs> um, and, like, I, you know, I didn't have a, my first cell phone until I was, like, an adult. And, like... Yeah, I, and, I had one when I was in, like, high school. And, you but know, it wasn't, like, anything crazy. So, like, I, I, I get all that stuff, but that's what I mean, is, like, it was just, like, whoa, yeah. cool. Although, one of my, the first things I was, like, uh, why is her house phone so fucking big when I know the cell phones aren't that big in this movie? Uh, I mean, that's not unrealistic, dude. I know, but then it got me thinking, I don't like, think why it was the that fuck were house phones so big? Dude, she's also kind of small. Okay, fair Drew enough. Barrymore's, like, hella short. She's, like, five foot one or something. Fair enough. So, I'm like, just saying, I just thought it was yeah. kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> Watch me be wrong, and she's actually, like, six, seven or something. <laughs> I do. Like, damn, how do they make Adam Sandler look, like, about the same size? You know? <laughs> <laughs> or taller, even. I, uh, how do they do that? <laughs> how do they make him look bigger? A ton of uh, Apple boxes, dude. <laughs> he's just like... Well, no, but he's, like, also he's a bigger person. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, it, It's like they'd have to... Uh, anyways. They have to use super wide. It would be for CGI her. or something. Or, like, just editing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so I love the camera movements and stuff in this beginning because it has like a super tension building intro. Like uh, all the cuts are so tension building. Yeah. Um, and also like there's also times where it kind of feels like you're the one watching her. That's what I mean. It's so like voyeuristic and kind of eerie and yeah, like you're you're the killer. Uh, and you know she's questioned on the phone and watching this like really knowing this movie, this intro is really fucking sad. Because the last oh, yeah. question... He, no, yes, it is. Like, duh. But, like, the last question that she's asked is, which door am I at? The back or the front? Yeah. Well, when you know the end of this movie, you realize that she was fucked. Yeah. And, I, I like, knowing that, I was just like, oh, that's so sad. Especially, like, how she fucking dies and, like, that whole sequence. I mean, 
very rough. She, you know, being strangled and then trying to call for her mom, who's like 10 feet away from her, who can't hear her. I was like, damn, yeah. dude. Obviously, I think being a parent as well made me kind of be like, damn, that's like some shit. I can't imagine like even going outside of like, I don't know, anyways. But I also, it made me realize how like Hitchcock this movie is to give you this leading character in the beginning who's an actress that's pretty well known. And she's killed off immediately. Killed off immediately. Yeah. And I was like, That's like Man. the big thing about this movie. It, but I love it. Because then it's kind of like a bunch of nobodies. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you get David Darquette and Courtney Cox, but Courtney yeah. Cox was maybe the only person who was even kind of known at the time. Yeah. You know, I mean... Well, and David Arquette played such a goofy character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which, the parody of him... <laughs> Pun intended. The, oh, wait, no, that's Doofy, my the, bad. Yeah. No, he's... The, <laughs> I mean, Doofy, party for duty. <laughs> well, and that's what I was going to say. The, the, the parody of him in the scary movie is, like, so funny because watching this again, I was like, man, he is really goofy. I never realized how, like, just awkward he is. <laughs> yeah. But it's, like, so true to that movie, too. Yeah. Um... Also, the sex scene in Scary Movie is what I was hoping to see in this movie, but this movie's sex scene's the a little weird. Sex the sex scene in Scary Movie where when he comes, he, like, launches her into oh, the ceiling. That's, yeah, that's fucking gross. Um, I just thought it was funny, okay? The sex scene no, in this, well, it in is this funny movie is where you watch him dry hump for, like, five minutes. Yeah, like, okay, what? Right. that's gross, too, but... Um, what'd you think of the gore effects in the beginning of this? I mean, you don't really see it, but you kind of do. Uh, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I thought they were pretty good. Um, because there's the boyfriend in the chair. Yeah, and then his, like, intestines are ripped out. And, well, and then when she stops and, like, looks at him and, like, doesn't want to go near him when she's outside for that, like, brief second, I was like, damn, she is selling this character, because, like, she looks terrified. I know, because I was like, why isn't she, like, running up to him? And then I'm like, well, no shit, because his, his intestines organs are, like, are hanging yeah, out. Yeah, he, like, he's done, you know, oh. and, and that's horrifying and gross. And just like, oh, I, that's the, okay, actually, I thought about this, and I kind of, I kind of want to watch this movie again, probably not anytime soon, but I want to, I want to know which character is killing at which points in the movie. Yeah. I was thinking about that, because in the very beginning. There's one that's kind of obvious. Uh, yeah. But I think that, that beginning one, like. Well, I don't know, though. It's kind of hard to tell because the character dynamics between Stu and Billy flips at the very end. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, oh, well, Stu's not really as crazy, maybe, as he, like, thinks he is. And Billy is fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a psycho. Yeah. And because, like, I've Stu always Stu doesn't had... want to die. Yeah, I've it's always like... had this weird, like, sadness when Stewie... Or Stewie. When Stu gets stabbed, he, like, he's sad. Like he's really like it's he's realizing he's still like, like a psycho up. asshole though too and but, like he gets but then his he just says desserts. he picks the phone up after Sid says she called the cops and he says did you really call the cops and he's like bleeding out and he's and like my says, mom yeah. and dad are gonna be so mad but he's like crying and I was like oh man like it was also in pain but that is some shit a teenager would say yeah and they would start crying because they'd be terrified which I like, wasn't really sold on him being a me. teenager no but cause... I think he did do like okay in those scenes. I don't know why, but, like, I felt uh, the guy that played Billy was believable as a teenager. But, like, definitely uh, a senior. Ulrich. Yeah. Yeah. Skeet. 
Um, Skeet. Uh, discount but definitely Johnny Depp. Like, Bargain bin Johnny Depp. Dude, Although, that's what Nia said. She said rip off Johnny Depp. And I was like, I don't think he really looks like him. Then I was like, ah, kind of, but like... Well, it's funny to me because Johnny Depp was in Nightmare on Elm Street. I actually kind of think he's better looking, to be yeah. fair, to be honest. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But it's funny because Johnny Depp is in Nightmare on Elm Street. And then yeah. Skeet Ulrich is in Scream. And yeah. they both kind of play like... You know, the cute uh, yeah. boyfriend character. Yeah. I, I just think that's so funny. I, I think that Wes, like, was obviously kind of aware. And he probably saw him and was like, oh, duh. Well, that's all this movie is. It's just meta bullshit. Totally. Like, uh, the Freddy reference for the janitor. Oh, my God, dude. That was hilarious. Yeah. But also, like, it also, I know. because it's like, dude, you're trying way too hard. Like, I get it. It's you, which is super funny, and you're dressed as Freddy, and it's super funny. But, like, having both is kind of just, like, not right. Because that's the thing. He's a janitor. Like, no, he'd I, be wearing I, yeah. a janitor outfit. I know. You know, not some fucking... And he's just like, meh. <laughs> what yeah, he's like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, after, like, this murder scene, though, we get... We meet Sid and Billy, and they kind of have their Dawson's Creek moment. And I gotta tell you that even though I know this movie and I know that Sidney's mom is dead, I, I was like, man, where's her mom at? Right? <laughs> when she screamed, I was like, damn, like I'm pretty sure her mom would be up there with him. I was literally like, it took me a minute, and then I was like, oh, yeah, she's dead up there yeah. with him. <laughs> no, oh, jeez, yeah. the the royal him. Uh, but no. So did you notice anything? Um, peculiar about this scene maybe the song that was playing yeah a half speed don't fear the reaper yeah it's awesome i never realized that's what song was playing i yeah nia had to point it out too but that's so funny rachel pointed it out to me and uh I, I, like, I couldn't hear it and i'm just watching same. the movie but once she pointed out i was like oh man that's kind of like eerie like it's just little shit like that really in this movie. Cool. there's a lot it. of little shit like that in this movie where so that I'm wasn't like, like a cover it's just no, I think it is a cover, but oh. I was like, man, it's like but it's, super slowed down. Yeah, it's slowed down, and it like makes it so like beautiful too. I'm but, just like, oh, oh man, I just love like. But eerie as well. This movie is meta, obviously. It wears that on its sleeve. Yeah. But this movie's also like making fun of you for not seeing who the killer is the whole time. It's basically telling you like it's this guy. Yeah, because like when they talk about it at the fountain, he gets like pissed at Stu, dude. No, it's Stu that I'm like, that's him. No, I know, but when... So here's the... We'll talk about that, because I actually have some quotes and stuff. We're going to get there in just a minute. Um, which, actually, that brings me to question. Would they be going to school the next day after a brutal-ass murder like this when there's all these, like, yeah. reporters? I well, mean, I, I thought about maybe this, not. and maybe... That I don't might know. be more of a modern thing, but I'm, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I really would tell. kind of imagine they would at least give a day or something. I couldn't really tell with this. I mean, it obviously depends on the town, too, and stuff. But I was like, man, with a murder, like, a brutal murder like that of a student that everybody seemed to know. Two like, students. Yeah, two students, yeah. Like, I, you would think, like, probably not, but... Well-known students as well. But when I was in high school, like, an acquaintance of mine was shot and killed. Obviously not, like, brutally murdered. I mean, yes, she was murdered, but it wasn't, like, a, she wasn't fucking gutted. And we still obviously had school the next day, but when they did her funeral, we were allowed to leave. Hmm. We were allowed to go if that was a thing we were going to do and it was totally okay. So it's just interesting. I mean, it was nice of them to like, let us go do that. And obviously it was something that I think a lot of us needed to go do, but it was just interesting watching this. Cause I was like, man, I don't think we got a day off for that. Obviously different circumstances, just kind of interesting, but they do go to school the next day and, 
Uh, we get young David Arquette, dude, looking, like, doofy as fuck in this well, movie. Well, and what's really funny is, like, this scene is, like, fucking tit for tat, the the exact in Scary Movie. Yeah. The only difference is that he's holding, like, a squirt gun instead yep. of, like, a real gun. No, th- there's a couple scenes in this movie. The ice cream scene where he's, like, eating the ice cream cone. Uh, I, I was just re- waiting for him to drop it on the ground and step on it. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, so there's a... There's a scene where he has an ice cream cone and the other, uh, off, or the, the, his, his boss. Yeah. He's like smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And then he throws it down and steps on it and walks inside and then Dewey's <laughs> looking at him and he's like, yeah. He <laughs> I was like waiting for him to throw the ice cream down and step on it like in a uh, scary movie. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I mean. A lot of this movie is like very, very like spot on with the scary movie. Like for that character specifically, I didn't realize how close it was. Yeah, it's pretty close. But uh, I think uh, scary movie, like seeing it so many times, ruined this for me. I kind of agree because I kind of like already know everything that's gonna happen. They're just like tweaked. Yeah, and the other one's obviously way funnier. Well, you meant um, right, but still funnier. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just, uh, it was kind of odd. I was like, I kind of wish I hadn't seen Scary Movie, or at least so many times. I kind of agree with that. And this was, like, the first time I was seeing this. It, it was the first time I was seeing it. Oh, you've never was, seen this? No. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, okay. I know you don't like slashers. I don't really like movies. slashers. I, it, it's more like, uh, the kind of gore. And it, for some reason, like, if it has to do with something that's, like, supernatural, it doesn't, like, make me so nervous and, like, feel gross. But if it's just, like, you know, like a thriller or, like, a, you know, a slasher like this, it's it's hard to, like, watch and I'm just like, ugh. But at the same time, I mean, I guess, you know, like, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th are slashers. But Halloween's they're supernatural, though. Halloween's not. Well, technically, only Nightmare on Elm Street is. Yeah, you're. That's right. Well, when you go to the origin. Although I don't know, because at the very end of the first Friday, Jason does pop out of the uh, lake. Well, that's okay. But, so I'm not. I don't want to attribute that to the whole film, but I'm just saying, like, it does have that supernatural bit in it. Gotcha. Okay. Um. But yeah. But you're right, though. I mean, the killer in that is just his mom. Yeah, so and I don't know. It, th- those are like the horror movies I I'm more into. Although like there's ones that like scare the shit out of me that I don't want to see. They they're like really scary, but also like terrible. That's funny that's that you say that because like, I feel like paranormal movies are the ones that do scare you. Uh, well, it depends. Uh, um, I'm talking about like uh oh okay like Lights Out. I, I never saw it, but sure. it's one of those movies that's like, oh shit, that's really scary to me. But I also know this movie's probably like fucking shitty because they, what... they give you the story. Although I'm sure there's probably some twist of that movie because they lay it all out in the fucking trailer. And yeah. so part of me thinks, oh, that movie's probably, there's probably a little bit more to that. Yeah, I don't. But that's why I, I was like, I won't see that because of that. And because it's also scary as fuck. I don't see, I don't like movies like that because like the concept is terrifying. Like, that, that commercial or the visual is terrifying because it's, like, exactly what your imagination does to you. Yeah. But you know that the story is going to be some, like, generic-ass rehashing of another movie yeah, that exactly. they kind of force-fit this symptom into, Yeah, you know? And that sucks. But 
But yeah, I agree. Like the lights out before it was lights out. It was a short film that was like five minutes long, mm. and that was all it should have been, and it was terrifying. Yeah. And but... Mama's the same way. That movie was a five minute short film that was fucking terrifying, yeah. and then they had to make a movie out of it. Anyways, but yeah, so we were talking about this conversation. Um, basically, like their whole friend group is sitting at the fountain having their like get together talking about the murder, and Stu is exp- well. Sydney says, how do you gut a person? But she's, like, obviously saying, like, how could you be able to How could to you bring yourself that? to do yeah. that? But Stu's like, oh, it's easy. You take yeah. a knife and, like, explains how to yeah. do it. And uh, Billy, like, hits him. And he says, it's called tact. And I was like, man, this movie, like, really oh, does okay. tell you, like... I didn't think of that when, when that part came up. I didn't think, like, oh, he's, like, he's making fun of him and he's getting pissed off for it. No, yeah, he, like, straight up is, like... He's like, what the fuck are you doing right now, basically, in front of everybody? And I was like, man, I never caught that. Like, it's these little things that I never caught where this movie actually is kind of... They tell you right away. Beyond the meta aspects, this movie is kind of smart. Still. Sure. Uh, Although, I will say, like... And yeah, I know, I've seen the other movies, I've said that. But, like, why the fuck do you need to have so much of the whole, like, cotton-weary storyline with her mom being killed and raped and Cotton being sent to prison even though he didn't Oh, do the other movies touch on that? Yeah. I've never seen the other ones. So he does, he becomes the main character in the other movies. He's played by, um, by none other than Liev Schreiber. Nice. Wait, yeah, was it, uh... He's Cotton Weary. He was Cotton Weary in the first one then, too. or whatever, right? Um, which is funny because I saw his name in the beginning credits and I was like, I was like... Fuck yeah, dude, my boy. And then he's in the And room, then I was like, like, where the fuck was he in the whole fucking seconds, movie? Five seconds of screen time in like the whole movie. I'm like so pissed. Wasn't he like blonde too? Um, he might be. I know he's I think that threw me yeah. off, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Or maybe I was picturing a blonde guy and didn't I I don't know. I I, <laughs> I didn't like know where he was in the movie. I was like, wait, who was he? But yeah, he, he I comes, didn't look it up. Obviously. He comes in uh in like the second and third movie. And yeah, it's like Why? this whole thing. I know. Why? Well, that's what I mean. Is like I know that I know that's what they do with device. him. But like, it it just felt so like kind of shoehorned into this. I guess. Yeah. I I had never Dude, one like, and done for the first one. It was solid. And that's well, but this movie does kind of end with like. Uh, oh, there's gonna be a sequel because Randy like is well, talking yeah. about movies the whole time. You know. Which also, dude, Jamie well, Kennedy. Yeah. Love Jamie Kennedy in this movie. I do too. I couldn't believe that was him at first. And I was like, oh shit, it is him. When oh, I looked man. it up. I was like, yeah, it looks like him. But like, I'm used to Jamie Kennedy from like uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. And like oh, sure. the Jamie Kennedy experience. Right. He's pretty young so, in this still, so. Um, which that show was so funny. No, he was super young in this movie, honestly. Um, but Matthew Willard wasn't. like, <laughs> Which, it's not that he looked old at the time he just hasn't really like he, he aged well like which is funny i guess uh have you seen hackers no okay he's I, in that yeah I'll and he looks young in that because he is and he looks like he's in high school in that because he probably was and oh, so that's nice. why it's funny watching this i'm like oh yeah i mean i know what you look like as a kid and you don't look like that anymore so, oh really so yeah. he like grew up well, it's funny because uh they poke at that with scary movie as well they're like yeah they probably hire like uh people in their mid uh or late 20s and mid 30s or something like that right well and it's like you know obviously and in this sydney says uh you know knowing my luck they'd cast tori spelling to play me i'm pretty sure that in the sequels which is funny 
that uh, when they do like there's a stab movie release that gets made about the whole thing that happened. Oh really? And I'm pretty sure Tori Spelling is playing her in it. Uh, that's that's good. And uh, that's why they made a sequel. And Owen Wilson that's is playing the... Billy in it. Oh, yeah, dude, it's pretty. Do funny. You get to see a like a clip. It's of it? very short, but oh. you get to see them reenact a scene from the first movie. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. That's great. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. That's what I mean. Is like yeah. the sequels are still like okay. I'd, w- I'd watch the movie in about the sequel the <laughs> about the first movie, the fake movie about Scream. I'd love that, dude. Owen Wilson and uh, Tori Spelling, dude. Fuck yeah. Oh my god, it would... <laughs> you just get a lot more. Wow. It was around this point that I noticed like the score in this movie like is pretty fucking good. It's not yeah. incredibly memorable, I will say, because I I don't think that any of it was like, ooh yeah, I want to listen to that again. But like, it really did fit the movie really well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, immediately after this is where Sydney gets, is attacked. And I, obviously I think this is Billy attacking her in the house. Although, although I don't, because he just popped up the window like right away. Yeah, and he would have had to change really fast. And that was the whole thing is that would be his alibi is that, uh, well, it ends up not being though. It's the opposite. So maybe not. I don't know. But I still don't think it was him. Okay. Because there's no way. Did you, okay, so you know how she calls the cops in this scene? How she, like, does the yeah. type thing? It's on something called a DEFCO, like, machine. I need to look into this, because I was like, what the fuck? You could just dial up the cops? Like, I just thought it was a computer. Yeah. But it's, like, w- this weird computer. I don't know. I'd never seen anything like that. I was trying to look for, like, Because like, it's, like, pre-internet, right? Or yeah, right when the well, internet started? Right at the beginning of the internet. But it looked like it was all text-based. It, very weird. Right. Um, oh, we forgot to say Henry Winkler's in this motherfucking movie, dude. He's I thought we principal. just didn't get there yet. Um, I love his fucking performance in this. He, me too. Can we just so talk good. about him in this movie for a minute? Because dude. he was really good and he sold the fuck out of that character. He's amazing in every movie. Either. I agree with that. But when, like, the kids are in the principal's office when he's taking the masks from them and he's like, you're expelled. I was like, damn, dude, dude you and he believe was, him. Dude, yeah. And yeah. it was like, I've never seen, like, a principal really talk like to a kid like that ever. Yeah. But it was just, like, it's cool that, like, that felt realistic. Like, he really felt that and was, like, legit pissed about it. Yeah. Although, they get kind of weird with him, like, putting on the mask and, like... Yeah, it, they try to kind of elude, oh, maybe it's him. Which, but, I didn't really understand which, that. Yeah. Also, I think didn't it was understand just, why he got murdered. Um... Because they're teenagers, man. No, I get it. But I was just kind of, like, interested. I don't know. It was weird because his character was kind of built up to be something. And they kind of played with you and they did the red hair. I think that's what it is, is that they just wanted to make you watch him die. But, man, he really fucking killed that character. I just was thinking, like, damn, like, he went all in on this. Yeah, dude, he he goes all in every time. Like, you can tell. Any movie he's in, I, I never watched, what was he in, Happy Days? Yeah. He was the font. Yeah. Um, never seen that shit. Like, I, I've seen, like, clips and stuff. And it's... Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's old TV. It's fun. It's not for our, our generation. It's fun for what it is. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's, an, it's like an old sitcom. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I mean, ever since then, anything I've ever seen him in, I'm, like, sold on him, dude. Sure. Like, I, click. Only... Oh, fuck, dude. That oh, movie. I forgot he's in that. I, you know, I he's in, like, he so many... a lot of Adam Sandler. He He's in Sandler. a shit ton of Adam Sandler movies. He's forget, the coach and water boy. That's what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> yeah. 
God, where were we in this fucking movie? Uh, uh, oh, Henry, oh, oh, oh. Henry Winkler, his death. Yeah, so, he, well, we're kind of not quite there yet, but uh, Sydney being attacked. Oh, sorry. That's what we're <laughs> talking about, sorry. Sydney getting attacked. Um, it's the DEFCO... Sorry, oh, wrote, you're, you're very, very interesting. DEFCO DEF typer. So, if anybody out there has a DEFCO DEF typer you're looking to get rid of, I might be interested. Really? I don't know, man. They're interesting. I, I, I could put it up on a shelf somewhere and just go, hey, there's my DEF code. That sounds like a waste of money. Um, I could be like Tom Hanks and have typewriters on my walls. <laughs> uh, I could have DEF codes everywhere. <laughs> That's my aesthetic. I'm calling the cops on all of my DEF codes. <laughs> it's already gone. I'll fucking call the cops on 10 DEF codes right now. I'm writing a script on my DEF typer. The B- Billy getting picked up because he has the cell phone. Leads to one of the funniest questions I've ever heard in like a uh, in an interrogation, which is the cop asking him, "Now what are you doing with a cellular phone, young man?" Oh, and I yeah. was just like, "What?" But like also like yeah, I get it. Like they weren't time. really yeah. yeah, they weren't really like everybody has a cell phone. Yeah, he had to have money. Although his dad's right there with him, like yeah, I pay for his cell phone. Yeah, that's that's what makes it stupid. Yeah, I was like, hmm. but I think it's also kind of our generation because like. It was common for high school kids to have cell phones. No, for, for sure. I, it's just so weird, right? Like, I was just like, what a weird question to ask. Like, they're giving him shit for having a cell phone? Like, I know. I was like, what? Like it's a Rich boy! <laughs> like, he's like, walks... It's not like he was like, now, what are you doing with a gun, young man? Right, like, right. He's like... Or like a knife or something. It's, like, it's a fucking cell phone. He's calling people. Like, what's the worst, like, what are you going to do with the phone? Like, uh, I called you to death. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> rang my ear off the fucking hook. I killed myself. <laughs> Um, that, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. That's like the first thing the cop asked him. I was like, really? Uh, Courtney Cox in this is plays the brutalest fucking reporter, dude. Some of the shit that Gail does in this, I was like, oh, Gail swallows. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Uh, I, I hate to call back on scary movies so much. I just think that movie's so funny. But I love uh, so wait, uh, okay. Cherry O'Terry in that movie as Gail is. So funny, dude. So when you She's were hilarious. watching that movie, the first time where you were like, I don't get any of these references. Yeah, it was just funny to me. You were just like, this is just a fresh horror movie. No, no, no. I knew it was about Scream, but okay. I, I didn't know like what happens in okay. the movie. Although, like seeing it over and over, and then and then like realizing, oh, it's it's um, a spoof. Right. I was like, oh, okay, and that's where I was like, oh, well, now I'm kind of desensitized to uh, Scream. Which was originally supposed to be called Scary Movie. Yeah, I know. Um, I love that, though. Like, I think it should have been called Scary Movie! Yeah. That I works, agree. like... I think... But I think it would have been too meta, maybe. I don't know. You know... I, I think it was probably some sort of, like, executive decision, and it's like, oh, well, it's marketing. We want to make a franchise out of this. Let's talk about this and, movie and how meta it is for a minute. Because... So this movie is considered, like, the meta-horror film. Um, although there was a movie that may have come out before this that did the same thing, that didn't get famous, that, unfortunately, Wes may have known about. Mm. Um, so so you ripped someone off? Is that what you're saying? He might have, but it's hard to say. So what had happened, at least what I've heard and read in my research... Is that um, Wes's son is a part of a production company, and he had been handed a script for a movie called Who Goes There? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or not Who Goes There, but um, There's Nobody Out There. 
And it was a Cabin in the Woods horror film where all of the tropes are hit. You know, oh, there's no one out there. I'll be right back. And the whole time all of this is happening, but one character is going like, this is a fucking horror movie. Like, why are you saying that? Like, very aware. And that's how this movie plays out. And so it's like um, one person knows the whole how the whole thing's gonna play out, but no one else. Kind of, he's like sees and... it, and he's like, "How are you not seeing this?" He's like, yeah. you, "This is in the movies." Totally the Randy of this movie in a lot of ways, um, or or what would be split into a lot of characters, but would be mostly be the Randy in this movie. Um, you know, so Wes never makes that movie, but his son is aware of it, and Wes hears about it, and then we get this movie a few years later. Now, I say that because I'm pretty sure this movie came out four years later. Yeah. And now, I guess the reason I bring that up is it's like, man, this movie, yes, it is kind of known as the meta horror film, but isn't that kind of like meta in itself to get famous off of someone else's idea, like in horror? Because that's what a lot of horror was. I don't know if we should keep talking about it. Wes Craven's going to show up at your doorstep and be like, one, I don't two, know. Wes Craven's coming for you. <laughs> He's gonna be like, Wes Craven's here, bitch, and I'm care. gonna fuck you up. I don't give a shit. Go go oh, write a new go write a new Nightmare on Elm Street movie, oh Wes. Oh my god. You're so full of yourself. Uh, I love the idea of Wes as Candyman. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you go and like say his name and like, <laughs> like, Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I, just shows up. I meant like he was gonna somehow like hear it on this podcast oh, and man. be like, take it down and like yeah. I'll go I'll fuck you up. It don't fucking cut you. Like, you don't what? know shit, motherfucker. Don't cut me. I'll be like, this isn't one of your fucking scary movies, Wes. And then he'd fucking cut you and kill you, and then you'd be fu- he'd be having the last fucking laugh. And and then I'd have to show up and see that shit and Dude, I'm okay traumatized. With, I'm ultimately okay with all of this. That's this means fucked that I, up. This means that I will be remembered historically. <sighs> That's so sad and fucked up that you would even care about that. Uh, yeah. You Dude, shut the fuck up. We, we write music and we want to make movies. We want to be talked about and remembered. Don't act I like you don't want to be talked about and remembered. Remember you. Um, Who is that? Who sings that song? Promiscuous boy, um, you already know. <laughs> so when Sydney gets called, when Billy's in jail, the and you know the killer is stalking her still. He says, and I fucking quote right now. It looks like you fingered the wrong guy. Yeah. Again. And I was like, what? I was like, Wes fucking Craven, dude. What are you doing? (laughs) That is so like, that's such an old term for that shit though too. And to the point where it's like, because there was like a little gay panic in this movie, right? I don't know. That's something I kind of wanted to talk about between Stu and Billy. I mean, it was just a popular thing of the 90s, so I'm just kind of assuming well, and but they, there was but also they don't really address elements. it in this movie, though. But then they make fun of it in Scary Movie as though well, it was like, obvious. So yeah. that's why I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I kind of think that's supposed to be a thing. And so um, it just kind of made it like, yeah, that's not the line you should have used at this point in time because, like, that's kind of a prominent thing, man. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are, like, come out, you know, gay. And so that's a weird thing to say. Like, well, you fingered the wrong guy again. Like, I will say, though. But that's also, like, fucking hilarious. I will like, say, though. It's almost dope. More doper that. More doper. More doper. More doper. Although, um, <laughs> dude, she does stab um, him with an umbrella and then finger the hole later in the film. That's true. So I have to wonder if it was, like, co- yeah, somewhat some of, like, yeah, Wes being like, <laughs> when he was writing it, like, this is funny. My farts smell good. That's what I think <laughs> Wes was... <laughs> 
what I think Wes Craven was doing when he was writing this. He's story. just like, <laughs> he was like just fucking like, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, he's just yeah. like wafting into his face. Yeah, so I said earlier, Gail, the the inter- the snail. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Dude, I want her in this movie. <laughs> I'm an adult mom. <laughs> I'm sexually active now, Ew. as you should be. You're 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gross. Um, so, Courtney Cox character, Gail, I said she was, like, brutal earlier. Yeah. She says, I could save a man's life. Do you know what that could do for book sales? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, how old are these people supposed to be? Like, I don't know. I guess in my mind, I'm like, man, if she was, like, 22, like, super young and her career was, like, starting to do well, I could see her being kind of like that. But, like, dude, at some point you gotta be kind of a human and be like, oh, I could save someone's fucking life. Like, that's pretty cool in itself. Well. Yeah. Like, I get that that's her character, too, but I was just like, my God, man. My God, man! I kind of, like, I kind of love that about her character, though, too. It's like, she's savage as fuck. Like, but at the same time, she's also doing the right thing. She kind of... She kind of She's just going well, a, about it in a really shitty way. So at the end of this movie, you know... Her and Sydney are kind of like cool, buddy, buddy. Yeah. yeah, that becomes kind of a thing in the sequels. I know. Were they still kind of butt heads? Why I probably won't ever watch those. They still kind of butt heads. That's dumb. But not really. Who cares? Why yeah. are they the rivals of each other? Yeah, that's weird. Although I will say Although that kind of makes sense. It, oh, I don't but... know. It does make sense in the story because she is like trying to profit off of all these murders, and she wrote the book about her mom's death, and that's yeah. why she's angry at her. You know, it does make sense, but it's still kind I know, of. But weird it's like, when are dynamic. these people gonna like grow up? I agree. And, uh, what you would appreciate, though, is in, like, the sequels, you know, we were talking about, like, the fake movie. As the sequels occur, that more of the fake sequels start occurring. <laughs> and you actually, like, meet people that are playing them in the movies, and they're, like, all hanging out together. And fuck? it's, like, pretty funny. Like, that's what I mean, is it starts to get very on-the-nose, like, meta. Jesus Christ. Um. I mean, geez Louise. I, I have an issue with one scene in this movie. I, like, really like this movie. I think that almost all of it works. One scene in this movie does not work for me, and it's Sydney in the girl's bathroom. Oh, yeah. I actually kind of love this scene, though, too. It works in this movie. I mean, I guess it works for this movie, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. That chick was like... Yeah, it was bitch. odd. Well, yeah, she's... Yeah, she's, dude, even her friend was like, my God, like, yeah. dude, chill out, dude. But yeah, so they but she look- also looked like she was like thirty, which is not bad. No, she didn't. She wasn't bad looking, but she did not look like a high school student. I, I agree with that too. I, I a couple of the background characters in this, I was like, damn, dude, you're about to be late to work. Like you're <laughs> like gotta get to class, huh? But uh, <laughs> 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 gonna be late to class, huh? <laughs> All right, <laughs> clock's ticking, man. Um, or time's ticking. I mean, whatever. <laughs> clock's ticking. <laughs> so yeah, like that scene's brutal. But then, like, why is there just a killer in the stall in there? And how long have they been fucking waiting for her? And, like... Hey, man. There was just a little... Like, I was just, like... with her already. I was just, like, what? Like, why is he just in there? Because she's coincidentally in the bathroom. Yeah. So I was just, like, okay, like... Maybe we'd have to watch it again. Maybe it uh, kind of, like, somebody knows. I mean, maybe. But that's... With how orchestrated this whole movie is, like, that was the only scene that I was kind of, like... Mm, too coincidental. I love Courtney Cox telling David Arquette he doesn't look a day over 12. Like, that was one of the funnier lines in this movie for me because I was like, that's so funny because then they go on to, like, have a relationship in real life for a while and, like... No. It was just so funny her telling him. I forgot about that. also, he does, you know, obviously, he's, like, 
23 in this movie, but, like, he just is, like, so young and goofy looking, dude. Oh, he's such a dork. And it sucks because he's trying to be cool, and, like, it's like, man, I've been there, I feel you, but, like, you're a dork, man. So, when Sid is talking to, um... Rose, like, right after the murder... Right after she had been attacked and Billy had gone to jail or whatever. It might have when been they're the hanging out in her room and she's just all like, oh, this is uh, so cool and Oh, fun. maybe it's not that one. It's oh, the next okay. time. Because I, I hate that, that one when she's up. like... It's like, dude, what are you doing? And she says, like, uh, bam, bitch goes down. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what is this scene? Um, no, so they hang out again, like, a couple days later and it's when... Uh, so she says, like... She thinks that Billy did it. She still thinks Billy did it. Yeah. And she's like, what do you think? And she says, uh, I can only hear the Richard Gere story so many times. And I was like, why is this that in this movie? Because there was a a rumor that Richard Gere had put a hamster up his ass and it had died or that he had to go to a hospital and have it removed. Yeah, I never understood that story because, like, they they make fun of it on quite a few things. Yeah. I found out about it through Family Guy, I think. I think it actually happened. It's like a thing that it just happened. But I was like, why is that in this? Like, come on. I, we talked about the Randy character, Jamie Kennedy, uh, a little bit. He's like, works at the video store and he like does his horror rant and all that stuff. And (laughs) yeah, uh, he's you. This is, he kind of is me. And I think that's another part of this movie is I was like, oh shit, I'm that guy. Like I can talk about movies. Like I can talk about movies with people and they'll get it. Only there was, I didn't have that surrounding group of people that were like, yeah, dude, totally. Like, making me like, oh, yeah, I get it. I didn't have females that were making I spit on your garage jokes at me, which it's like, I wish. That part fucking made me laugh in this. Yeah, I'm Henry Winkler in this. Yeah. Yeah, you are. (laughs) You're like like, putting the mask on. You're like, am I the killer? kind of creepy. Am I the killer? (laughs) kind of creepy, but I'm also really nice, and I'll fuck you up if you do fucked up shit, so... But then also you'll get murdered immediately before you can actually do anything. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I deserve it. But no, so yeah, during this scene, Stu and Billy are like, they're basically like, well, you said it yourself. Everybody's a suspect, so how do we know you didn't do it? And right. What's, and yeah. what's your uh, um, what's your motive? Yeah. And he goes, it's the, I don't need one. It's the Millennium. Yeah. And Stu and Billy both are like, or Billy, or Billy says, like, it's the I like that. I like that. I like that. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, Knowing that they're the killers, like, it's so eerie watching their interactions with people where they're, like, literally taking inspiration from shit and being like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, That is really cool, though. Um, It's just, like, that shit about this movie that I think is smart. Yeah. You know? I I also, I was a little, I will say I was a little bummed that in the intro scene when it's Drew Barrymore and and her boyfriend, that character... Um, when it shows him and he's like trying to scream for her and he's tied up, I was hoping he would try to like somehow signal a two. Me too. I was like looking for it. I was like, come on, man. Like that would be the shit. If he just dropped it right in the beginning, like there's fucking two of them, dude. But without saying it. But, but yeah, I, I do love that interaction. I love that his face when he's like, I like that. The millennium. Yeah. And they're both kind of like, oh, oh yeah. Like that's great. I, I, I oddly, I, oddly, I liked Billy a lot. They do a good job of making you like him, even though you, like, kind of shouldn't through the whole movie. They don't really give you a reason to like him. Well, and I also just like the way he plays everything. Like, that dude sold it. Yeah. Pretty well. Because I honestly didn't think it was him. Oh, really? I thought, but I knew it was, like, Matthew Lillard and maybe Randy. But but then I was like, no, I think he is it. Because I remember... I mean, they ripped that off it's with scary movie. scary movie. Right. 
Which is funny. It, <laughs> well, it just makes me wonder if you'd never seen Scary Movie. Well, obviously this whole thing would be fresh to you then, but if you hadn't seen the ending to Scary Movie, would you have seen that coming? Is what I guess what I'm getting at him being the killer. And being kind of the main killer. Well, that's the thing about... Um, oh, okay. Maybe I've read that wrong all these years then. I always thought um, at the end of Scary Movie, because Doofy has the like outfit... I always thought he was the like the killer the whole time. It was Doofy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? With scary that's, movie, that I was don't the know, thing because it, I was pretty it does sure show that that's the other what it two is. guys like straight up admitting to murder and stuff too, though. <laughs> the same as this movie, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's like I don't know. I, the principal is murdered, which I was bummed. I, I forgot that Henry Winkler was killed in this movie, and I was like, damn, dude, I like really liked him. In I this know. Movie. I wanted to see a lot more of them. Yeah. Um, and then we. Get, I would watch the sequels if he was guaranteed in all of them. We get the at the same time. I dude. I think his death scene was really important and. Uh, oh, I agree. And necessary. That. I agree with that. But it sets off the weirdest shit ever, or right before it is like the weirdest shit ever is set off, which is a police chaperoned party. Because like the cops are chaperoning this like party, but they're like oh, drinking. Yeah. Everyone's like, cool with the kids like partying. They're I was just, like, like, what? Like, I didn't realize there were police there, though. But Dewey, like, goes into the party. Well, and, yeah, like, Dewey does. And then he's like, are you underage? But he, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I was just like, what? <laughs> like, Well, he's also friends with, uh... With... Well, his sister is, Sid, uh, his sister is, is Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, and then... It's funny that we keep calling her that. What was I don't her know name? her Tracy? character's name in this. Oh, Tatum. Oh, yeah. So Tatum goes out to the garage to get some beer at this party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is locked in. And before anything sets in in this scene, I was just thinking to myself, man, it would be kind of shitty to be locked in a fucking garage during a party. Like, no one can hear you knocking on the fucking door. Like, she clearly can't get out because the garage door thing. But, well, we find out that that's kind of because she's being fucked with. But I was like, man, that would actually, like, really suck, though. Yeah. I mean, you're, no one's going to come find you unless they're like, oh, we need to go get beer. Right. And then it's like, cool, which the chances of them being drunk are very high. So. Oh yeah, well, and and you know, like immediately after this, they kind of allude to them all being very drunk. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, while she's out there, she has like her dialogue with the killer, and that's where she actually says like, "Oh, what is this? I spit on your garage." And I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. I was like, "That's pretty good." Yeah, I thought that was a good um, callback. But then her death, like, I know it's funny because she dies in kind of a silly way in this movie. With the garage door. But it's kind of fucking brutal still. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, man, this is still a pretty vicious death. Like, I know it's... Yes, obviously, but, like... I, I know it's, like, goofy and scary movie, and I just think about I know. that. You know, like, how goofy Well, it is and that's that why you're saying that, and I'm like, fuck, I don't think I was really, like, paying attention to that scene, because I just went to, like, the fucking no, scary but, movie. No, but, yeah, like, it's pretty She vicious. gets stuck in the cat door, and it's... Well, they, like they only it show up from the back... The first time, where it's, like, her back and her head's, like, crushed in or whatever, oh, or her yeah. neck is. But then when Sidney comes out of the front of the house, you see the front, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh. Like, they really did a fucking number on this poor girl. But also, like, damn, that would be terrible to be, like, crushed in like that. Yeah. It's awful. It's like a really slow, dull guillotine. Red Right Hand is one of the greatest songs ever. It's only in these movies, but it's in all of them. It's like, my red right hand. I love that fucking song, dude. <laughs> Put in a sample right here. <laughs> On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. 
Billionsid sex scene. We kind of talked about that earlier. We get a lot of weird dry humping, which I was like, I can do without this. I realized that I'm offended because you said it was weird. Because dry humping is fucking cool, dude. No, it's um, not. Wet, no, wet humping is cool, dude. <laughs> oh, wait, you guys haven't wet humped? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Stop it right now. I also realized that Billy and I have the same bangs in this movie, whereas my hair just kind of falls down on the sides and does this thing. <laughs> yeah, except it actually looks good on him. Yeah, hey, look, I didn't say I look good. I'm just having the same haircut. <laughs> I'm like a fat Billy. <laughs> it would be the same. I would say your differences are that he's blonde. Billy's not blonde. What are you talking he's about? He's got like he's got like dirty blonde hair, dude. Skeet Ulrich? Yeah. He has black hair. What? Not in this movie. What in the hell are you talking about? Dude. You're telling me that's dirty blonde. No, in real life, yeah, but in the movie he has blonde hair. Or like light brown, but whatever. Still. <laughs> it's closer it's dark- to my hair than blonde. What are you talking about? Mm. I I hate my fucking bangs, is what I was getting at. And well, I Well, cut your hair then. I well I can't. I can't afford it. I do a podcast. Doesn't your fucking girlfriend cut hair? No, she just nails. You, That's it? You uncultured oh, swine. That makes a lot of sense. God, you fuck. I never caught this before, but they call the house party and tell Randy that the principal was just murdered. Yeah. Why? And who? Exactly. I was like, so wait, if all the kids are there, like, so the police called him and told him that... <laughs> But why? They don't want to oh, put that information. Principal's in. dead. Which, which then he says that he was strung up at the um, uh, the sport thing, <clears throat> the football post, the field goal. Yeah, uh, the field goal post. And so all the kids are like, "Oh, we gotta go see him before the cops get there." And like all the kids leave. Dude, kill a bunch of drunk ass kids driving way too fucking fast down the road, <laughs> almost hitting a cop. Well, he doesn't do shit about it, too. I was like, what the fuck, dude? He gets a hard-on for, like, you know, this girl in her, what, late 20s? Early 30s? Yeah, I'd say corny cocks. Mid to late 20s. Well, the character. I'm talking about the character. Yeah, I'd still say probably mid to late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then that's when they find uh, Sydney's dad's car. And they start to kind of push this idea that it's Sydney's dad doing it. Yeah, I got kind of. Con- I honestly got confused and was like, "Oh shit, maybe it is him." Uh, I think but at the same time, I was like, uh, "I don't know." Because I knew, obviously, I wasn't thinking that. But then I, it did make me wonder, like, did I ever, while watching this movie, think that her dad did it? Had I ever like thought that? Because I don't think that I did. But we get Sid and Billy's post-sex scene, which well, looks like she just got done watching ha- him have sex because she doesn't look like she had sex, but he definitely looks like he just had sex. Her hair's kind of messed up. She's, like, co- brushing it She's, like, it brushing out. it. Yeah. yeah, but she's, like, totally still made up and she's got all of her clothes on and he's let his shirt off and he's, like, sweaty. I was like, he looks like he fucked. Okay, I love this how meta... This is, like, truly probably the most meta scene in this movie, obviously, yeah. is Randy laying on the couch watching Halloween... Screaming Jamie. to Jamie Lee Curtis, saying, Jamie, Jamie he's, right he's right behind, behind you, you, when the killer's right behind him. That probably was one of my favorite parts, which is really funny, because, like, part of me hates how meta this movie is, but then I like the most meta stuff about it. But And so. it's funny, though, I, I have to wonder if your, like, hatred for how meta this movie is comes from, um... Like, having seen scary movies so many times, and all the other movies that are kind of meta now, and how normalized that's become, because... You know, like I said, this isn't necessarily the first movie to do it, but it's the first movie that did it and succeeded. 
Yeah, no, it's not because of that. Because I mean, it is on the nose. I'm not saying because it's not. I like that curious. about scary movie. I like that, but I think it's because it's like essentially maybe not necessarily depending on who it is to. It's not necessarily a serious movie. That's true. Or, or it is a serious movie, though. To some people, it is a serious movie. And that's the thing is, like, because they're a scary movie, to me, it's like, oh, this is the serious movie. Right. Whereas, it's kind of just a black comedy. Exactly. Which I just realized, that's pretty much your favorite genre. It is. Yeah. I love dark comedy movies. Black I know comedy you do. Because we always watch them. But I like that about <laughs> this movie with the concept that it's like, and to be fair, 96 is before any of this became, like, a real huge scare, but it's these kids in high school. Yeah. It's exactly what everybody was saying they were afraid of. We can't let these kids watch these horror movies. They're going to think it's, like, okay to do this stuff. And Wes is like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, all right, this is what that looks like, because this is the world you think kids live in. Yeah. And then he puts you in this world where you're going, people don't really talk about movies like that with each other. And, like, yeah, people are crazy, but people aren't really that fucking crazy. And so I think that's why this movie kind of works for the time. Unfortunately, we live in a world where school shootings happen every other day. Yeah. So this is kind of just like, yeah. Okay. It was a foretelling. Kind of. But, but it does really. make me question, though, like, was it the movies, though? Or was it, is it just something else that f got fucked up in our, like, society that's now everybody is... I do think it's both, because I think if, if this really isn't the place to talk about this. Well, I don't know, but, maybe it is, because that's what this movie is, is like a meta reading Okay, of this sure. Stuff, well, so. I think it's both. I, I think... mean, I, I, I will preface this, the whole end of this conversation, because the movie's pretty much over after this. Um, well, obviously, we'll go through it, but we don't have the answers to everything, and Zach and I aren't right about everything. <laughs> we yeah, know that, yeah. but this is entirely opinion. speculation, yeah. and that's okay. So... If you don't like that, then don't listen to the podcast. But anyways, I just, I don't want you to feel like you have to say something that's going to make you feel uncomfortable and also no, accountable, no. but also understand that this is also just two people's well, and ideas of whatever. I don't think what I'm going to say is like harmful in any way, but uh, just, I mean, I think it's both where it's like, you know, probably people that are either mentally unstable because maybe they need to be on some sort of prescription or maybe they're mentally unstable because they are on a prescription. I don't know. I think that's probably but part of it. But at the same time, it's a society thing. And who's to say that somebody like that isn't going to see some movie or or hear about the last kid that did that and was like, I'm going to fucking do that. And, you know, no one really knows why when it comes down to it. Nobody ever finds out why these kids do that. But, I mean, it's, it's something. And so it could be anything. No, you're right. And, and it's it, funny... I, when I was in high school, I would think about this a lot. Obviously, being in high school, I was able to say, like, I'm not killing anybody, and I love these movies. And it kind of, like, hurt my feelings <laughs> in a way that people would say this shit, because I'm like, well, it's just a movie. Like, I love this movie. Like, if someone were to say to me, like, you can't watch The Thing because it's going to provoke you, like, wanting to kill someone, I would be like, you are fucking batshit crazy. I don't like this, the the stipulation that, like, being interested in these things makes you some sort of, like, deviant. Right. And, like, I think that's what this movie is trying to kind of, in a way, say is, like, no, I think that people are just fucking crazy, and they will find an excuse to be crazy. Because that's what it is. Like, they say, like, we don't have them. 
you know, Billy says, like, I don't have a motive. Well, but then he d- says he does. Well, <laughs> Where exactly. Stu really didn't. But and then I think Stu it's gets kind of confused he, with that. Yeah, like, and he wasn't really committed. Yeah, which is weird. You know, the whole movie, they're really leading you to think it's Stu. And then by the end of the movie, he's, like, crying because he doesn't want to be in trouble. And, like... Yeah. And Billy is, like, a fucking crazy asshole who just wants to fucking kill everybody. Yeah. I love the sound design in this movie, which really started to come around this time because there's a lot of stabbing and blood, and it just becomes everywhere, and everything becomes wet-sounding. And yeah. I was like, my God, this movie. Uh, it, it almost gets too wet-sounding at some points. I, um, I do agree with that. I, I thought the... Um, are we at the point where, like, Gail... Sh- oh, yeah, we talked about Gail being there around... Because I love the that they hit a camera in there, and but there's like yeah. a 30 second delay, yep. and he keeps forgetting about it, but like uh, at the same time, I don't know, he, he's like, uh, he's like, oh shit, he's like, oh wait, 30 second delay, oh fuck, and then like dies. Right. That's nuts, but yeah, like so he good. and gets like his uh, throat slit. Yeah. Oh, that scene was brutal. Yeah, it was. But also like. Then he threw the body on the roof of the van. <laughs> I know, and then it just flies off later <laughs> when fucking Gail's driving. Well, Gail just fucking rips uh, out of there, dude. She's like, fuck this. West really did like use his knowledge of making horror movies to be like, oh, I'm gonna fucking get him with this one. Yeah, and that's the, so you see some pretty cool and interesting yeah. things from that. I know I've kind of like made my jokes about West. I love Wes Craven. I think Wes Craven's awesome. He's made. That's why I was like, why are you doing this right now? No, like, I can because the same reasons I would make fun of Sam Raimi, but I love Sam Raimi and I think he's some of like one of the best at what he does, but these people still obviously have their flaws. Well, I'm also um, I'm also just butthurt that you didn't let me just have the punchline. That was it. What was the punchline? Uh, whatever I said, and then you like blew up about it. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Um, I'm trying to be funny here, bitch. I'm, I'm so trying to be entertaining sorry. for the I'm listeners. So sorry. That because otherwise, why else are so they gonna sorry. give a shit about this? We're just gonna get a bunch of nerds or douchebags or something. I don't know. Dude. If you guys, Zach just called y'all douchebags, bro. Blow no. him up, I'm dude. saying that if we don't have some sort of entertaining value, that's all we're going to have. I know, Zach. We've had jokes. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's like, let me just be funny, man. I didn't catch the joke. It went over my head. It Damn. happens with me to you all the time. That's and then true. you get mad at me for being upset about it, Zach. That's true. I do take things So you need way. to just breathe. In the nose and out the ass. <laughs> there was one thing in this movie that I caught for the first time ever. And I was like, fuck, I hope Zach got that because he'll actually really like this. When Billy gets let out of jail, he and Sydney are having a conversation before they have sex. And he says, life's like a movie. It's too bad you don't get to pick the genre. Yeah. Okay. Then when um, he's like threatening her and trying to kill her, he says, uh, just pretend it's a scary movie. Hmm. And I was like, wow, dude, there's like little lines like this in the movie that I like never fucking caught. But he's, like, basically letting her know, like, it's too bad you didn't pick a better genre. You know, like, too bad you don't get to pick the genre of your movie, Sid. Like, That's true. I was just like, fuck, man, they are laying it out in this. Because I I caught him the first time he said the first part, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then later when they're, like, together, and he says, just pretend it's a scary movie, and I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, that's kind of eerie. And also, like, daunting. Because then you watch this movie, and he's kind of, like, holding it in her face the whole time. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It just, it kind of gave me a weird feeling. And then she stabs him with an umbrella. Yeah. Which I, I thought was kind of brutal. Like, when I like that, uh, chest, Jamie dude. comes back. Or, I mean. Jamie Kennedy. Uh, Randy. Randy comes back. And he's like, uh, he's like, I should be dead. It, like, he got shot in the fucking chest. Like, he's like, I don't know yeah. how I'm alive. Well, he, he got shot, like, up here, didn't he? Was it kind of like the chest, in? though? Okay. 
I just I didn't know if it was his arm. But or it was cool chest. that he didn't die. Like that's. No, I agree. I was. Well, then doesn't he though? I think. Well, he's in the second movie, but he's not in the third one. Oh. He dies. No, I was saying in that movie. one though. Yeah, he dies I... in the second movie. Well, that's boring. <laughs> and then one of the last things about this that like really stuck with me in this movie that I don't think I'd ever noticed is when uh, Sid and Stuart kind of fighting at the end before she kills him and he's on the floor uh, and she pushes the TV onto his head. Yeah, I love that. Okay, it reminded me of another Wes Craven shot and it's from Arnhem Street 3. Oh, yeah. uh, When Freddy's arms come out of the TV and grab the girl and he says, uh, it's time for, or you're on prime time, bitch. It's prime time, bitch, and shoves her head into the TV to kill her. Oh, yeah. She pushes the TV onto his head and says, in your dreams. So I was like, oh, that is fucking so Wes Craven for him to fucking do that. Now, I haven't seen that movie, so I didn't know. Okay. Ooh, didn't know that. That's a good one. That yeah. might be one I've, of, like, the best. I've started the second one, but haven't watched it. Like, I got five minutes into it, and I think I was just like, I'm too tired for this right now. I just want to see it for, like, the Freddy stuff. I, that's what I like about those movies. Yeah, I would the, skip the, the crazy one. things. There's not much great Freddy stuff in the second one. Really? You do get some crazy, like human faces on Rottweilers, which is, like, terrifying. Yeah, so then Sydney does kill, um, um, Billy, and Randy is still alive, like you said. He says, uh, now it's time for the, uh, the bad guy to jump back up for his last scare. Yeah. Of course, Billy does, and, um, Gail shoots him in the head. Yeah. Uh, ending Way it. Way to go, Gail. And then we get, like, what is a, a pretty dope transition scene, which is Gail doing her um, report on what had just happened. Oh, yeah. She goes straight into it. She's dude, savage, dude. Dude, she is. She'll but do anything way, for the story. The way they film this anything. is sick, because it's the camera looking straight at her, and it's her talking into it, but then she starts to walk back, and you realize the camera crew walks with her, and the, our camera that we're seeing things through, it is crane lifts up yeah. and pans out, and I was like, oh... That's a cool fucking shot. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of where the movie ends. Yeah. And, um, it could have been a one-and-done film franchise, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Because it was, like, a solid movie. I think that's something that irritates me, too, is that they wanted to, like, make a franchise. Which, that's really hypocritical of me, because I like franchises. Uh, although, I will say, majority of them aren't really that successful. That's true. Um, or, you know, or the other movies in them aren't as successful. Right. You know, with these with these movies, it's weird. I think that, obviously, the first one is, like, the prime movie because it was the most, like, fresh take on that idea. Um, the second movie, I thought, was kind of... Uh, lame. <laughs> For lack of a better word, unnecessary. Like, it just kind of felt like, okay. Um, the third movie is actually really good. And tells a pretty good story. Unfortunately, you kind of need to see the second movie to understand it. Yeah. And then the fourth movie is surprisingly good in this franchise. And I say that because by the time the fourth movie had come out, you're looking like you're like 10 years removed, 15 years removed. Like, okay, like, yeah. how are you going to make this work? And they do. And they do in a fresh way. And so that's why I would say like, oh, surprisingly, the fourth one's not bad. Um, and you still get most of your, or all of your main characters come back that have survived for the fourth one, which is pretty awesome. Now, with that being said, my my score on this movie um, was going to be a 4.5 out of 5, but I actually give this movie a 3.5 out of 5. Wow. I actually dropped it down to 3.5 because I don't... I was, I've been, I, would, I was thinking about it a lot, and while I really appreciate this movie and, like, enjoy this movie... 
I don't know that I can recommend this movie. That's funny. And because of that, I I have to kind of... I have to allow that to affect my score because if I can't recommend it, then how good is it really, you know? And and while there's times when it's a movie is like, well, it's it's so this or so that that you have to kind of go in with the mindset to get it, but it's really good, that's kind of a niche thing. And this movie isn't really that. This movie was a commercial movie. And so when I'm when it comes to a commercial movie, if I can't recommend it, then how good was it? And so... I, I don't know if I would recommend this movie because a lot of it doesn't hold up with the fact that, like, the cell phones being a thing we talked about, you know, um, the caller ID, we checked his phone records, they cloned the phone. Like, just so much of that stuff doesn't work now. I mean, it, you could do it, but it would just be different, it would be smarter, and it, it wouldn't play out as silly as it does in this. Right. And because of that, I don't know if I'd recommend it. Now, if you like horror films, you've probably already seen this movie, and I don't need to recommend it to you. Yeah, I'm really surprised that you even said that because <clears throat> I guess I'll go into my score. Go ahead, yeah. Um, I think I'd give it a three because I I genuinely didn't really like this movie. Sure. There were things I liked about it, but I don't want to watch it again. In fact, I didn't want to watch it again so bad that I didn't watch it again I know. since we delayed this for a week. like I put it off and I was like, oh, i got to watch this movie. And I was like, I'm not fucking watching that movie. I was like, I, I'm not... Because by the time I felt like doing anything else, it was like 10 o'clock maybe, or yeah. 9.30, and I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not sitting through that movie again, uh, keeping, like, making myself stay up for that. Right. Um, so, like, I didn't really like it, although there's a lot of things, I, I mean, after talking about it, I feel like I like it a lot more, but... You think maybe you appreciate some where aspects I, of I, more I might less. actually give it a 3.5. Because, like, there there are things I like about it, and after talking about it, I do like it a bit more. But there are things that I didn't catch, and I was honestly, like, just kind of bored and was, like, like not interested. Because I just, we kind of had this conversation earlier, but, like, I'm just not really into slashers. Like, if I don't like the, I don't know, it just, it ruins it for me. Not ruins it, but, like, it, it was just that whole thing about, like, supernatural stuff is, like, that just changes it for me. Like, that makes it more fun and like oh creepy because like it's more about like a myth and like a lore and stuff like that and like that's more interesting to me sure. than like just psychopaths sure like regular people that are just like that's just scary to me which like that's the thing is it does its job and i i probably would recommend this to like a horror fan sure I, because like anybody no matter what generation i think it is harder for like probably younger kids now um, but like any generation like totally knows that the rules and everything and right. what they're talking about. And so like anybody who's never seen this, if that's the thing, if you've never seen this or a scary movie, I strongly, if more so, if you've never seen scary movie, definitely watch this first and then watch yeah, absolutely. Movie and it'll be like way better. Um, but yeah, I just personally, I didn't enjoy it, but like there's, I mean, we talked about all the cool shit that happened. Yeah. And how they did it, and and the actors, and the like, it was a good cast. Right. Although I think uh, the girl that played Sydney is she, was she like she wasn't really well known before this movie, right? She's kind of a nobody. Wasn't she that was kind on... of the whole thing? Is that like Drew Barrymore is the lead? She gets killed off, and then exactly. some nobody is actually the lead. Let me see, because I or resumes as the lead. I don't actually know Nev Campbell from anything else. Other than That's what I'm movies, saying. So. Um... <clears throat> Looks like Party of Five. Oh, okay. Before this, or yeah, before this movie. The TV show. Yeah. 
Um, I never saw that. I was, like, way too young for that show. Me either. And then immediately after that was this franchise, and that's kind of where she bumped up. Now, you did say something that I will say that I do appreciate about the second movie specifically is the rules, the horror movie rules. Yeah. And in the second movie, they addressed that, well, no, this is a sequel, so it's all, all the rules are off. It's different now. <laughs> yeah, that's And cool. Randy says, like, oh, no, no, that's that's the first movie rules. That's different. He's like, no, I'm totally capable that of That kind of makes me bad And he that even he says, he says, like, oh, no, Sydney could die in this movie. Yeah. Like, he straight up addresses it, and he's like, no, things are different now. Yeah. And I kind of appreciate that about the second movie, but... The second movie's not strong enough on its own to kind of hold those things. That's unfortunate, and I, I kind of think now that... I, I've never seen these other movies. This was the first time I saw this one. I, I would recommend that, to you that you at least watch the franchise one time. Okay. I'll probably have to, because Nia. Um, <laughs> Does she like these movies? Oh, she loves them. Oh, cool. Interesting. I didn't um, know that. But she did fall asleep when we watched Scream, but she's seen it, so... Sure. Um, that would... I, I think... It, it bums me out that you say that, and then they kill him off in the second one. Because it, it's almost like that's what should happen. That's the okay. rules. To be fair, though, they do find a way to bring him back in the third one. Oh, really? So, of course, though. Re- because, like, oh, of course man. they do. Because then you're like, what the fuck? And they As even the address character? it that way. Yes, I won't spoil anything. That's too he's much. dead. But and he's not a ghost. It's it's He filmed something and was like, well, if I die, here's this. And that's oh, how they I bring him into the third one. I thought you literally meant, like, he comes back no, 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 and he's no. just like, what's up, everyone? No, like, they, just, they, just find a way to bring, <laughs> they just find a way to bring him into the third movie. And oh, you know what's funny? Because in, in Scary Movie 3, uh, she says to Brenda, she's like, I thought you died. She's like, oh, bitch, I thought you died, too. Oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. second one. Right. That's so that's funny. funny. <laughs> Who the fuck threw that? I Ugh. fucking love that shit, dude. But, Scary um, Movie's so funny. Yeah, anyways... That was that. You guys should go follow us at WAWWTPod on Instagram. Let us know what you think we should cover next. Let us know if you think we should uh, rewatch and uh, go through any of the movies that we had previously covered that you are unable yeah, to should we maybe to. Should we maybe like put up a list? And yeah. Be like, hey, do you want us to do this again? By, by the time you're hearing this, I will have posted a list of those films. Um, there shall be a list. There, The list shall be and listed. S- and so it was said... And so it shall be written. Um, yeah, give us a follow. Let us know what you guys think. Give us some comments on the iTunes, on the, the podcast and iTunes. And give us comments on the any other podcast network or thing you're using. Yeah. Thing. Network thing. I'm well versed in podcasts, guys. Network things. And, and, and stuff. Shalom. Uh, until next week. Peace, bitches! Why are we watching this? I'm Sean. We already did that part, bro. No, I did. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No. Oh, we didn't do it? Was that on the first take? That was just the me doing the intro. I didn't actually, we didn't say who we are. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Dude. Hang on. We're going to stop it. And oh, listen, my God. Because I'm sure we didn't. I guarantee you we didn't. Did we do another take? No. Oh, my God. Fine. Pause it. Let's listen to it. Oh, my God. We already did that part. Yeah, I fucking told you, bitch. Okay. Oh my God. Um, okay, so back to what I wanted to say then. So-